Welcome to the Nopalera podcast, a place where I share the journey of building my company from the ground up, as well as the stories of others in our community. I am your host, Sandra Velasquez, founder of Nopalera, a culture-forward brand that celebrates and elevates culture. Aside from making great products, we are cultural storytellers with a mission to inspire our community to stand in their worth. In this podcast, you will hear a mix of solo and guest episodes around the entrepreneurial realities of building a company. I launched Nopalera from my Brooklyn apartment with no outside funding while working three jobs, raising my child in the middle of the pandemic at the age of 44. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it inspires you to live boldly. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited to introduce you to the Nopalera marketing team in today's episode as they prepare for Shark Tank. By the way, listen to today's episode all the way to the end to get a special code that is unique to this podcast only. It's not being sent to our email subscribers or SMS or being posted on social. It is just for you guys. So at the end of this episode, you're going to get a special code. We are anticipating selling out of our product. So if you need to stock up, now is the time before the episode airs this Friday, January 20th at 8 p.m. on ABC. So many people think that Nopalera is a big company. They are surprised to learn that we are a tiny team. In the beginning, I was doing everything myself. Thankfully, that is no longer the case. Sam Gomez, our marketing manager, started at Nopalera as a freelancer, right? I met her online and she was working a couple hours a week and then that turned into more hours a week and that turned into a full-time job. And now Sam is our full-time marketing manager who manages all email marketing, all of our in-house ads, everything that is like partnership related. She's like really like a fantastic cheerleader for the brand. She's just great who you're going to meet her today, Southern California native. And Edith Castro is our community manager who we met as an intern. Edith is a native New Yorker. Well, technically she was born in DR, but she's been in New York long enough. She's pretty much a native New Yorker. And she started with us last year and now she has moved into the role of full-time community manager. So if anyone is ever sending us a DM, putting a comment on social, Edith is a person that manages all that and also manages our growing ambassador community, which by the way, if you're interested in, you can always apply through the footer of the Nopaleta website. So without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce you to our tiny but mighty marketing team Sam and Edith and learn about their journeys and what they have learned working at a startup and now preparing for Shark Tank. Welcome Sam and Edith to the Novaleta podcast. So happy to have my own team here on the podcast. How are you guys doing? Doing great. So this is a crazy week for us. We are preparing for Shark Tank. Um, we're doing the best we can, but we're going to talk about that later, and we're going to offer a special code at the end of this episode, so everyone listen through to the end, because this is a code only valid for those of you that are our podcast listeners and subscribers. Thank you for being here. But let's dive into it. So Sam, you actually went to school for marketing. So what has changed between like what you learned and what you're dealing with now in terms of marketing? Well, my schooling in marketing was pretty much mostly just principles and vocab words, and then you try to apply it. But I think once you actually get into a marketing job, there's so many different channels of what type of marketing you're doing that there's no way to really learn all of it in school. So I think what you're taught in schools, basic principles, old school principles, like this is digital marketing. And really there's 50 ways to digitally market. So it's mostly principles. And then once you get into a job, it's like so many things are changing so quickly. So when we first started, we didn't even have a TikTok account. You know, when I first started working for you, 
So TikTok was a whole new channel that came out. Video content is pretty much the most important type of marketing you could be putting out there on your social channels. And then also what we've experienced just in the journey of us working together is paid ads have totally changed from when we first started working together on Facebook ads. And now because of the iOS 14 updates, it's kind of like so much has changed constantly. I think overarching is how quickly things change in marketing. Now it's at a rapid rate where it's almost every month you're having to dive in and make sure you're keeping up with the best practices from industry leaders, I guess, you know, what you're asking of influencers is changing. And then I was not even taught influencer marketing in school. It was too new in 2020s when I graduated. So even from then till now, it's like, well, technically what you're asking of influencers is so different from what you would ask of an influencer in 2020, you know, a picture versus a picture is going to do nothing for us. We need video. And so I think mostly it's how quickly everything in marketing changes is, I guess what I could say is changed the most. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's a full-time job just to keep up yeah. with what is happening. Because people ask me like, oh, well, what did you do when you launched Nopaleta? And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I did because that was two years ago and that no longer works. <laughs> yeah. So don't try to copy that because yeah. it's totally different. And so how do you, like Edith, you're kind of in the trenches of the comments in our channels, you know, in our social channels. What is that like? I feel like you know more probably about what people <laughs> are saying than anyone else on the team. So what do you see? Like between the differences of the channels, like how people talk to us on TikTok mm -hmm. versus how people talk to us, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, definitely there can be some differences like with TikTok and Instagram, especially like on TikTok, I feel like the audiences is a bit more younger. So they're like, oh my God, I need to try this. Oh my God, or like, yeah, people are going crazy over it. And then on Instagram, I notice people like sharing like, oh my God, I've tried this for my kids. I love using it. And like asking more ingredient questions, wanting to learn more about the brand. And definitely I would say on Instagram, we have a bit of a more older audience that we have to cater to, but I would say that's the main difference between the two. Like TikTok seems like more like discovery, right? Like yeah, brand new people. people don't know right? about it at all. They're like, what is this? I need this lotion bar right now. <laughs> yeah. What is a lotion bar? By the no, way, yeah. little plug, please don't wash your hands with it. It's a lotion bar. <laughs> um, so Edith, is this technically your first full-time job out of college? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> so is this what you thought it was going to be? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> College definitely did not prepare me for entering like social media marketing in the beauty world. I would say my experience because I went to big like finance school. So a lot of it was corporate communication, like how yeah. to navigate that environment. But now I'm like working remote. We are so not corporate, <laughs> not right? Corporate. Like this is like not a corporate environment. <laughs> At all. But I think that honestly with any job, you need like experience that's the best way to like get started for sure. Yeah. Dive in. And Sam, what about you? We've been working together pretty much since the beginning, right? You started as a freelancer, then you were a bigger freelancer and then you were a contractor and then now you're mm -hmm. full time. So what have you learned about working in the beauty industry, working in marketing for a startup mm -hmm. in the pandemic? And now mm -hmm. we're going to the recession. Like you don't really know what normal is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think I ever expected to really go brand side because I like started agency and freelance. 
So you just gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> so like, I was like, free products. Okay, free products. <laughs> but I feel like I've learned so much about just how a business works outside of a marketing department because my experience was usually strictly only in the marketing side with businesses. I never talked to them about their shipping or their warehouse or their products. And us being a startup, it's from top to bottom. I've helped in every single area of our company because that's just how it is. And I've learned so much about shipping and fulfillment and warehouse and product development and getting funding and going from having no money as a company to having a lot of money and kind of the difference and the shift that happens in the company. And so I just have learned how a company even works, I think, alongside with you, because 100% your first time, (laughs) we were doing it together. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So I just have so much insight on what goes on in every department now alongside marketing, because I think that was kind of only my experience was how a marketing department works. And now I think we've even been able to shift from focusing on, okay, let's just put anything out there. Let's do the bare minimum. Anything we put out for our customers to see is great to now where that's just not going to cut it. We have to strategize way more and we have to scale our marketing department. And so that's kind of like what I'm learning now is going from just keeping things afloat and making sure our bases are covered to scaling and growing all of these efforts that we've just figured out how to do all these years. Yes, totally. Right. And because we all used to wear like seven hats or like more like 17. Mm -hmm. And then now we have more team members, which is great because I'm still getting used to the fact that, oh my God, I don't have to do everything. That's so awesome. Like there's other people that do it. And I feel like you also were similar. You're like, okay, I'll do it. I'm like, no, no, you don't have to anymore. Someone else can do that. And you're like, oh, really? You know, it's like, Wow. I'm not used to like not feeling bad asking someone to do something because I'm like, uh, I just was so used to us having 50 things where I'm like, do you think maybe you could do this, Sean? And he's like, yeah, that's my job. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, I'll find us the space for the retreat. I'm like, no, you don't have to. Marielle can do that now. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. Yep. And so Sam, you've been here longer than Edith, right? But what are some of the biggest lessons that you have learned, not just maybe about business. I mean, we've all grown, right? In order for Mm -hmm. us to scale as a company, Mm -hmm. I truly believe that we all have to scale ourselves, right? And so what are some of the biggest lessons you have learned in these last two years? Yeah. Number one, the value of the people you work with. And I think at a startup, especially a lot of our success has come from the people that you found and invited on our bus. Yeah. Because also I've had to learn the value of being adaptable. Things are just changing so much, especially like in marketing alone, like we talked about a little bit, but yeah, just in the beauty industry and the D2C industry, things are changing so much. So something that we decided on one week could be totally out the door. No, that's not true. Never mind. Completely scrap yeah. it. Scratch that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Scratch it. No, let's start over. And the value of just being okay with it and expecting it, like expecting things to not go right and expecting to change things because that's pretty much all you're doing in business all day is fixing problems. And so it's like that you can't have a mindset of problems being an issue in your job because it's all day. We're dealing with problems and things that didn't go right. 
Oh my God. Yes. Or things that are not messed up or troubleshooting and, and that's our job. So just the value of being adaptable, having a good attitude, good people helping you, working alongside of you. I think those are the biggest lessons I've learned. And then also just confidence in yourself and trust in yourself to do your job, especially on a small team, like how we are. Um, we can't really give other team members the responsibility to give us the confidence in what we're doing because we don't have time. Yeah, We don't have the bandwidth for me to be making decisions, doing my work, and then also making sure Edith is confident in doing her work. Like we just all have to be able to do what we need to do. Everyone and feel good right now. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> feel good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have the time for everything to go through every team member because we're just so small. Totally. Yes. I love what you're saying about problem solving because mm -hmm. I often feel like my job is, I feel like a plumber. Yeah. I feel like my job is to look for like, where are the clogs? Where are the hair clogs? Okay. How can we remove them as quickly as possible so that everything can keep flowing? Yeah. I love what you said because it's so true. Anyone out there that is trying to start a business or learning how to build a team, you have to love to solve problems yeah. because that's literally what we do all day, right? People think that we play with like ingredients and pictures. No, yeah. we just solve problems. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I just troubleshoot things that I literally troubleshooted three times already. Yeah. And for some reason, the software changed and I didn't know. Yeah, it's just constant. And it's just like your mindset. If you're just annoyed, if you're annoyed mm -hmm. by things going wrong, yeah, your job is going to be miserable because it's always customers asking the same questions mm -hmm. and it's always. always customers having the same problems. So it's like, always. yeah, I really just noticed the value of being happy to do your job, no matter how annoying it is. Yeah. And just trying to find ways to do it better. Just the adaptability piece because it's ever changing. Yeah. And I feel like that's also good for life. In general, because mm -hmm. that's life. You know, I'm older than you guys. So a lot of things have not gone the way that I planned, mm -hmm. right? Or the way that I wanted. And you can just sit in that and be like, oh, it didn't go the way that I planned. Like, mm -hmm. why? You know, and just sit in that past memory. Or you can learn and move on, right? And I think yeah. the key to our success is that we try things. We learn. Mm -hmm. Okay, what worked? What didn't work? Okay, great. Let's do it better next time. Or let's do something different next time. Because that's how you grow. You know, it's yeah. just a constant like fail fast, learn, move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Edith, what about you? What would you say have been some of your, how long have you been here, Edith? Has it been a year? I think it's been a year. Yeah. It's been a yeah. year. Oh my God. Time I flies. started in January, 2022 as an intern. And <gasps> okay. I feel like I've learned so much. I remember when I started off, I was doing so many different little things. Like doing the graphics, trying out vlogs, editing, content. managing my calendar. I was like, what else can we have you do? <laughs> no, but seriously, that helped me so much. And I appreciated that because I'm someone who wants to try out different things. And I think it's good to do that because you can see what you're good at. And it's also good to know like what you're not good at. And that's okay to admit because your job you're going to be doing for so many hours in the day. So you want to be doing something that you love. So that was like a big thing I learned. Find what you're good at, what you're not good at, and be honest about it. Yes. And you know what? That is so awesome to say and for everyone to know mm -hmm. that we're not supposed to be good at everything. Exactly. No, no one is. It's actually, it's all of our jobs to know like what is your zone of genius? Stay there. Mm -hmm. Like what? And so this is a great segue because I'd love to know. We're going to have like a company review right here live on the podcast. Like, <laughs> what do you guys feel? What do you feel like you are really good at? We're like, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm good at this, right? Like, I feel like I'll go first. Like, I feel like I am good at 
naming products and ideas. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's Mm -hmm. where I feel like, yeah, if I could just do that all day, I could make 30 products. And that comes from me being an artist and being a musician where like I wrote songs, I named the songs, I named the albums, I named the band, right? So all of that, that's like one thing, right? I'm also really good at making guacamole. But anyway, (laughs) that's what, that's where I like, I know for sure that I am good at that. So Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear from you guys. And Edith, you can go first. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you learn in this last year where you're like, oh yeah, I'm good at that. It's easy for me. And it's not easy for everyone else, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's how you know, like, you're good at it because, like, it just comes naturally to you. And, like, time can go by and you're not feeling like you've been doing something forever because mm-hmm. it, you're in your flow, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're in your zone of genius. So, like, what is that for you, Edith? Actually, when I first started off as an intern, I remember I had to write captions for, like, our Instagram. I was like, oh, no. I hate writing. <laughs> I was like, no. And honestly, even the blogs, I was like, oh, no. But now I feel even the graphics, too. I like was like, oh, my God, I've never done this. I'm so bad at this. I'm so bad with these graphics. But then I realized that I love being like creative and actually taking the time to make the graphics. And even with like writing captions, I realized that I don't have to write the captions as if I was doing my own Instagram post. I have to be in the mind of the goddess. The yes. goddess. You have to switch it. That's what yes. you have to do. Step <laughs> into her. Yes. 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 And I totally agree because I sometimes I look at our Instagram and I'm like, oh, damn, this quote is hella deep. You yeah. know, I was like, OK, Edith, grandma, OK, with your wisdom. Okay, I have to was, drop some wisdom. You know, yeah. just so everyone yeah. knows, these like deep wisdom quotes, those are coming from Edith, yeah. our youngest team member. Youngest. OK, OK, <laughs> she's coming with like the truth. She's pulling from the ancestors, literally, you know, inspiring our 42,000 followers or however many we have, I forget, on Instagram. So, and that's great that you recognize that because great. Now, like Sam can give you more of that. <laughs> yeah. So um, like Sam, what is it for you? For me, I think it's also diving into creative zone, like our emails. I love making emails. Like I will save when I'm arranging our emails for like at night when I'm watching TV, because I genuinely enjoy doing it. And Mm. I'll just sit on my laptop and just do it while I'm watching TV because it's not work for me. Yeah. Also, Mm -hmm. I think I am really good at ideas kind of on Mm -hmm. the spot. Like when someone is throwing out a campaign idea, I am just instantly like firing off in my head. I'm like, well, we could do this or we could do this. Yes. 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 And, and I get stressed out about it sometimes too. Cause I'm like, Oh, what if my ideas are bad? But I have so many. Mm -mm. I've realized there's gotta be one that will work. And so I think instant ideas when we're talking in a group for sure too, I can just like fire off on what people are saying that they are visualizing for something. I also think more of like internal, I'm very good at getting our team together and like kind of interacting with our team and chatting. And I was like, oh, I guess Marielle can find the the retreat space. But like, I love like thinking of things like for our team to do. I'm like, oh, we should get sweatshirts. Like we should somehow to unify people. Like she's I like, like, let's to... get matching tattoos. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's get, let's make stickers. Let's get water yeah. bottles. Like I love bringing like team together. And for both of you, I noticed things that you are both really good at too. Like Sandra, you're so good at getting us going on things because you, that you've said this about yourself, you're impatient and you just <laughs> do things quickly. And so I am very much not an executor as much. 
I do it obviously because mm-hmm. like, I have to execute my job somehow, <laughs> yeah. but that's not like the natural um, mm-hmm. thing for mm-hmm. me to do. It's more of like, I can get things started very well. And then I mm-hmm. love when someone else gets it to a point and then I'll finish it, but you can get us to execute things because of your internal timelines of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, totally. Like if I didn't get started on that today, I don't know when I was going to do that. So I'm glad <laughs> she sent me a message about it. And Edith, I think you are a very good executor. Oh my God, really? Yeah. I feel like every time I delegate something mm-hmm. to you, you send something back to me that totally blows me out of the water. I'm like, oh my God, look, was not expecting this. But this was way better done than I have seen in my head. And like, yeah, your captions and your quotes. I'm like, wow. Especially if I give you little direction on something, you just take it and run with it. So, yeah, I think good combinations. Like Sandra will tell us when it needs to be done. I'll get it started and then Edith will finish it. Finish it. (laughs) Sweep the leg. Edith, sweep the leg. (laughs) I feel like we do good working together because we're all kind of different, bring a little bit different things for sure. Sam keeps me motivated. She's like, you're killing it. And I'm like, I needed to hear that today, Sam. (laughs) You don't understand. You're like, tell me again. Tell me again. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing. So I was talking to my mom the other day about the difference of how generations talk to each other at work because I think Gen Z people are starting to realize how we talk to each other and I was scrolling through Edith and Rob at our chats and it's like emojis hearts <laughs> pictures memes everywhere and then like Sandra you talk yeah. like us too but it's way less it's like got it thanks like we're just a little bit more straight to the point but I was cracking up at my slack messages with edith because it's just so colorful i'm like you got it girl (laughs) oh my god can we put this in our instagram feed please like here's how we talk yeah oh this is what support looks like internally you know i always use a dancing flamenco emoji like the dancer yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is my emoji this is me yeah yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. And also Edith, I feel like Karina, our publicist, right? The Ivana house who are, have been with us since the beginning. They're amazing. And Itzel is like basically our account manager and Itzel is like Edith, right? They're like silent assassins, mm-hmm. right? They're, you're like, I can't tell. Are you yes. shy? Are you bored? I can't yeah. tell. And then they just silently kill it. <laughs> you know, it's like, they say like yeah. two words, but then like, it's super profound. So yeah, it's good to have the mix, right? Because, you know, me and Sam, like we were talking about this the mm-hmm. other day on Slack, right? I was like, Sam and I are just like, um, hello, is this on? Okay. Everyone listen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Edith is just like I'll in the corner. quiet. Guys. Yeah. Edith's just like quietly in the corner coming up with like amazing quotes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. Like who you work with absolutely has everything to do with how well your team succeeds and your company succeeds because, you know, there's been studies about this that people can have great ideas. Lots of people have great ideas, but if you don't have the right people to help you execute those ideas or scale them, they just die in the water, you know? So I love our team. I'm kind of like, how could it possibly get better? I don't even know how we're going to obviously have to add team members as we scale, but I'm like, how could they possibly be as good as our existing team? And it does every time. Every time we've added someone, I'm like, oh my God, it's gotten so much better. (laughs) Like Stephanie, and then we added Priscilla Mm -hmm. full time. I'm like, oh my God, it's just getting better and better. Every contractor we add, it's like, how do we find just these amazing people? I think good people gravitate towards good people though. Yeah, it's true. Let's talk about what's about to happen. Our business, this is the last podcast episode before 
our business changes. Why? Because we are finally going to air on Shark Tank Friday, January 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, which, by the way, also confused me because I'm like, how is it 8 p.m. both places? But it is so that everyone listening understands. Please do not tune in at 5 p.m. Pacific. It is it is at 8 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we have a special code for those of you that listen to the podcast. It is tank. 20 that is tank as in shark tank so t-a-n-k 20 for 20 percent off anything on the website all the way through the end of january that's when this special code will expire it's only here it's not publicized anywhere it's not going in the emails this is just for those of you that are listening so tank 20 feel free to shop and buy stuff before it sells out because we are preparing for a massive tidal wave so let's talk about that you guys we have been preparing for this mentally for months and now we're finally here we got our notice. There's pictures to prove it, like it's happening. How do you guys feel? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing to prepare? None of us have ever done this before, myself included. No one has ever worked for a brand that has been on Shark Tank. So what are you guys doing right now to prepare? Aside from, obviously, I'm preparing to make prickly pear margaritas. That's mm-hmm. my big thing. I'll be there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now that Edith don't can drink, I don't feel like a bad employer. Okay. Yeah. 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 So pretty much I've been trying to just put my eyes on everything in our business digitally in the eyes of someone who's discovering us for the first time Mm. from Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we have our email flows that are on all the time. I am like, okay, is this something that I would want someone who's finding us from Shark Tank to see? Mm -hmm. Because the last time I was able to edit them was like sometime last year. Eat it. So probably not. Got to remake those. And also helping Jenny with our website stuff, just making sure all of the banners are set up and people have things in front of their face to remind us, oh, we are the brand from Shark Tank. Don't forget about us. And I'm trying to just utilize all this free traffic that we're getting because we're not paying to acquire these customers. And there's going to be a lot of them. So I'm trying to just make sure that we have all of our systems set up to retain them because we don't want to lose out on these people and we want them to stay customers as long as possible. So, you know, just making sure our emails are high quality and I'm targeting all the right people, all the flows are set up to get everyone and then trying to break down scenarios like, okay, if our entire website sells out. People need to have the ability to get in line and say like, okay, I want one when Mm -hmm. they're back in stock. Yeah. Also just trying to get our ads set up, you know, slap a Shark Tank logo Mm -hmm. on things because we have like our normal deliverables that we normally make on a routine basis. And then now we really want to utilize this exciting experience to bring in more customers. Yeah. So I'm also just trying to make a Shark Tank version mm. of our ad, the Shark Tank version yeah. of our email and helping Edith with assets and just getting organized because although we've known that you did this like since the summer, yeah. we really only got like a two week yeah. notice yeah. of when it was actually going to be aired or maybe it was three weeks and it goes by so quickly. So just trying to stay on top of like the actual content yeah. that needs to be put out yeah yeah and making sure all of our systems don't fall through I agree (laughs) I know and Edith before we we hit what you're gonna say I was talking to Sean yesterday because remember last year you guys I was like I really want Shark Tank to air like in Q4 because it'll be like perfect for the holidays like that'll be Mm -hmm. so great you know, for our anniversary sale in November. And then it didn't, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. wah, wah. But yeah. Sean was like, thank God it didn't because we didn't have enough inventory. Yeah, right. 
Like even now we're worried that we're not going to have enough inventory and we have stocked up. Like this yeah. is the most inventory we have ever had on hand. And that's only possible oh, wow. because of our fundraise. Only because that money came through, were we able to place purchase orders to stock up on inventory to prepare for this moment. Mm -hmm. And like, here it is. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, a lesson from the universe. Sometimes you think things don't work out, but actually they work out better mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for the better, definitely. you know, because we would absolutely not have been prepared for this to happen mm -hmm. in September or November or October. Remember, we were sold yeah. out for Hispanic Heritage Month. It sucked. Can <laughs> yeah, you imagine if Shark Tank was like, okay, you're going to air like, oh, sorry, we don't have anything, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that it worked out this way, that we're yeah. starting off the year with this. And so, Edith, are you ready for this flood of to TikTok, <laughs> to Instagram, right? We're all going to be standing by on our customer support chat because to your point earlier, Sam, everyone asked the same questions. What does it smell like? Can I put mm -hmm. it on my face? What is the lotion bar? Mm -hmm. Can I use a sofa, shampoo? All of the same questions that we mm -hmm. get. We're going to get flooded with those questions like on a mm -hmm. much bigger scale scale than we've ever seen. So Edith, what are you doing to prepare besides maybe drinking tequila with me? <laughs> <laughs> so of course, we've planned out a lot of pre-Shark Tank stuff, like all the content. And I think it's good that we all meet together and have meetings just so like we distribute the tasks. So we know everyone's doing this, Sam's doing this, we're getting everything done, and it's all going to be ready. But I'm kind of preparing and getting ready for like posts. Shark Tank. Yes. Yes. Like we don't yeah. know what's gonna be on the episode. Like I don't know what Sandra's gonna say, but I don't either. Don't <laughs> or like people's reaction to like the episode. Mm -hmm. But I think whatever happens with the episode, everything is content. Like what Sandra says, we can use a quote, people's responses, good mm -hmm. or bad that's content like mm -hmm. that's what i realized even like one hate comment we can flip that and turn that into it's content. a meme it's a it's yeah. a hella funny meme yeah we're gonna use <laughs> yeah. that to our advantage everything that comes out of shark tank we're gonna use for our advantage yeah. you're gonna see yeah. all of our tiktoks instagram stories yeah. we're yeah. using everything. everyone get ready get, get ready, ready for the post we're milking it we're for the milking post, post. It for okay. months okay so be prepared for yeah. that yeah basically the rest of the year okay so it's yeah. heads up to everyone yeah yeah, it's true. Yeah, we have no idea what to expect, right? We've talked about this internally where I've talked to other brands who've been on the show who have been like, okay, yeah, prepare for like 3000 orders. And I'm like, okay, so we did that. And then our own warehouse was like, oh, no, no, like 7000, like double that. And we were like, uh, okay, so now we're trying to get our mm -hmm. co-packer to produce more. And then you know, one of our accountants clients was on last week and they had 10,000 orders in a, in a weekend. So we're like, uh, we have no idea what's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. We have no idea. So this is our raw, vulnerable pre-Shark Tank episode yeah. where we're like, okay, we're standing on the edge of the cliff and we're about to jump and we have no idea what's down there. Yeah. And we'll see you guys over there afterwards. We'll yeah. do like a recap episode where mm -hmm. we're like, okay, here's what happened. In the meantime, yeah. everyone listening, you can use the code TANK20 to shop now, starting today when this episode airs, January 18th, through the end of the month, assuming that there's inventory. So definitely, yeah. that's why we're giving you this code now so that you can get a leg up because all of these strangers, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're already familiar with the brand. You already love us. Mm -hmm. But thousands and thousands of strangers are about to discover Nopaleta for the first time, and we are expecting a sellout. So use the code TANK20 now. Buy stuff for yourself, for your friends and family, like birthdays, anything, special gifts. And we'll see what happens on the other side. Valentine's Day. We may not oh even God. have stock yeah. to Listen, advertise for Valentine's yeah. Day gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, We're putting that guys. on hold because we don't know. Like, you're just yeah. going to have to find gifts elsewhere because we might not have anything to sell yeah. you. 
But we'll see. You know, we're doing our best to keep everything in stock. Anyway, this has been awesome to learn about the inner workings of a tiny marketing team because Sam and I, like as we wrap up, I just want to point out that Sam and I had a call with another CMO from another beauty brand and they have, I think, 13 people on their marketing team. And we were like, oh, okay. So you have one person that just does emails. Like you have one person that just does the creative, one person that just does. And like, meanwhile, Sam is like doing all those things and then Edith is doing all the rest of those things. So we're making it work with our tiny team. You know, I love working with you guys. It's so fun. And I think we're doing a great job for having a two-person marketing team. People, I think, think that Nopalet is a much bigger company. And we have to always remind people like, hey, we're just two people over here mm-hmm. doing everything. Yeah. So, but I can't wait to see, like, I have loved like watching you guys learn over the last two years because I'm learning alongside with you. And I think Whenever I'm looking to add new people to the team, I'm always first and foremost looking for someone that has a growth mindset. Like, do you like to learn? Mm -hmm. If you like to learn and you like to grow, then you can do anything. Because if you Mm -hmm. don't, then like you said, Sam, everything is going to be hard. Every problem is going to suck. Every day is going to be difficult. It's just so great to work with people that love to grow and learn because that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. That's that's what's going to get us to the next stage. And as we continue to scale and Yeah, I just, I love working with you guys. I'm so glad that you guys are here. And Edith, I can't wait to see you during the, our live watch party. Sam will be moderating the chat. So (laughs) people can also join us for our live watch party. It's like a pre-party, Sam, right? What are we calling Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, it's a pre-game. It's okay, it's the red carpet, y'all. It's the red carpet. Okay, we're having a pre-game. We're going to be making prickly pear margaritas. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to sign off and watch Shark Tank live. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, also 8 p.m. Pacific. So it's technically airing twice, January 20th, this Friday, and then again on Hulu the next day in case you can't watch it live with us. And then on Hulu for the rest of the season, it'll be there. But everyone definitely use the code TANK20 at the end of this episode so that you can make sure you claim your Nopaleta stuff before it sells out. Anyway, Sam and Edith, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Nopaleta podcast. Thanks for having us. Love it. We gotta go. We gotta go back to Yeah, okay. Okay, we We gotta go make those emails. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, you guys. See you on the other side. Thank you for being here with us. Remember to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening from. Spread the word so we can impact and grow the community. If you are an entrepreneur looking for more real talk and resources, you can join my entrepreneurial newsletter from my personal website, sandralilavelasquez.com. But also visit nopalera.co to pick up your favorite self-care items for yourself and your loved ones. Join the Nopalera mailing list to be the first to hear about new products, exclusive promos. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at nopalera.co. Stay resilient.